Nation, and welcome to today's podcast, the Real Advisors Network, whatever we're calling it. We're having fun. This is our third, fourth episode, but today is a very special topic. Before we get into our topic, I want to introduce my co-panel here. We're going to start diagonal for me on my screen. Mr. Richard Dunn, how are you, Richard? Good, man. What's going on? All good things, my friend. Above Richard on my screen, I see Mr. Brian Hansen out, out there in his yard in the Climbing the playset. What's happening? Hey, 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 everybody. What's happening? I love it. And then Mr. Dolomar Cross, how are you, my friend? Good, man. Blessed and highly favored. Happy to be here. Blessed and highly favored. That's an excellent way of looking at life. Did you know that? Absolutely. 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 The only way to look at life. That is the only way to look at life. And that's actually really interesting because our topic today is your outlook on life, specifically how do you overcome adversity? Now, adversity is a challenge in business, a challenge in life, a challenge that we have to face. And some people who face adversity fall and succumb and crumble under it and others rise. And it's always been a question in my life as to why do some people fail and others succeed and others find comfort and stay in the same place, which to me, is also failure. And we all have these three options, right? We see a challenge in front of us and it's and it's we can we can overcome that challenge or we can just let it overtake us. So overtake, overcome. Brian, I want to ask you a question. Give me an example of life where you faced some adversity. I know we, we know each other really well, but those listening, those watching don't know who you are whatsoever. But I know that sometimes in life, especially early in your career, that you face some really big challenges. Tell me about one of those times and, and tell me about how you overcame them. That's a good question. Um, I'd say in business, probably the one that came, comes to mind is my parts business. Um, I initially got into the auto parts industry just because um, a wise man once told me that you want to go after a starving crowd. And uh, at the time we were going through the crash and people were fixing their cars. They weren't buying new ones. And I was like, well, maybe I'll take, go after auto parts. And, you know, I could have went after anything, but I decided to go after engines. They're the most expensive with the biggest spreads. I, I, I sense after that went into transmissions and kind of went down the line, but um I went after something I didn't know anything about. And in particular, before that, I was always trying to start something and, and I was looking for that big thing. But I went into that business thinking I wanted to grow the biggest, flashiest um, company I could. I, I was out to prove something. And what I realized is that's that can be an easy way of ending up in failure. Uh, one, I didn't know enough uh, about the industry, but, um, I was trying to grow it too fast and too big and, uh, the wheels started to fall off and, you know, it was just an up and down thing, you know, primarily with that company, because I was getting the parts from salvage yards, they were, uh, selling dreams and shipping nightmares and it was to my customers. So I was the one that took the heat for it, but we ended up with merchant issues where they would freeze hundreds of thousands in funds. And while we grew it into the millions, everybody was like, wow, man, you got a multi-million dollar business. It doesn't matter how big your business is. It matters how much you make. 
and I wasn't making that much money. Uh, I mean, I, I was doing decent, you know, it wasn't that I wasn't in a six figure side. I, I wasn't eating crackers for dinner, but um, you know, it, it wasn't as good as everybody thought it was to the masses. I looked great, but at the same time I was stressed out. I was constantly trying to figure out how to grab for money. And I realized that what I want to do is a, what I can do best and where the money's at. And I, what I did, decided to do with the failure, cause you know, I was on, on, I, I was, uh, losing money hand, hand over fist. Um, I could have just stuck my sand, head in the sand and went back to corporate. Instead, I decided, you know what? I don't even know anything about car parts. I don't know how to change the oil in my car. Um, but what I do know is marketing. And so what I decided to do is switch that company into a lead generating company. And I still sent the leads to the, I sent them to the salvage yards, the people I was buying the parts from, but I got out of the stuff that I wasn't good at. And I simplified my business and focused on where the profit was. And while my gross profits to, to some that aren't running businesses, they would think it was a bad thing. I probably cut my uh, annual gross income in half, but my actual profit uh, quite, more than quadrupled. Um, I was making money hand over fist and I wasn't doing anything. Um, I, I hardly had to work. Um, I, uh, I just had to come up with new strategy. And that was what was fun is coming up with new ideas, having the bandwidth and the air to breathe. And it was just funny to me because what I did is I, I took my company into a very simple uh, business that didn't require a lot of moving parts, didn't require any uh, employees, didn't require anything. And I was making way more money and I was so, so much more happy. So I took that failure and I turned it into one of the biggest wins I ever had. And I actually get paid from that business years and years later to this day. Um, and, and actually the money that I get from that, I, I put absolutely zero time into. I haven't talked to any of my clients, even the, the, the people paying me, I, I don't talk to them. Uh, we email maybe once every four months or so. Um, so that would probably be the biggest example of, of a business wise, because had I kept going down that path, I would have been back at corporate America, which is probably my biggest nightmare. Um, it used to be public speaking. Uh, I'm still a little nervous about that, but uh, now it's just having to go back and work for somebody. Um, but I look at uh, failure itself, like failure itself, um, fail. I don't know if anybody's ever heard this, but it's a really good analogy. It's first attempt in learning. That's what fail means. And if you look up anybody, um, billionaires, just off the top of my head, like take Bill Gates, you know, some people might have, I don't even remember the name. Is it Trafo Data was his first project that failed miserably. Um, but it, he would have never got into Microsoft without that. Um, you take Warren Buffett, you know, he bought a Sinclair gas station and it never was profitable. You know, he, he failed miserably with it. Uh, Bezos, um, you know, it's, I think uh, Amazon was Kadabra. I don't know if anybody knew this, but when he started selling books, there was a loophole and people would put in negative book orders and he would actually have to pay them for the book order. So he was getting robbed left and right. And, you know, you just look at all these guys. I think Walt Disney is probably the, the best example of it, but they failed over and over and over again to get to where they're at. And so my belief in business up to this time, and I don't want to take all the time, I'll pass it over to you guys, but my big takeaway with failure is it's been the greatest learning experience out of bar none out of everything I've learned. I've learned way, way more from the times I've failed than anything else. Because if you're going to keep going, that failure is don't ever do that dumb shit again, you know? And it, it's, it's usually what makes you profit. 
it, it's a it's a slap in the face wake up call. You got to get your teeth knocked out sometimes to be like, shit, I got to stop doing things the way that I'm doing them. And, uh, you know, if you're just getting a little bit of failure, you're just kind of having a brush on you a little bit. Um, you'll still stay complacent and comfortable and try to procrastinate and let the ball go roll down longer. But when you're faced with real failure, real failure, like you're, you're, you're failing, that's when life decisions make hap happen. And there's either two roads. It's one of the biggest turning points. That's going to turn into one of the most profitable and memorable things in your entire life, or you're going to stick your head in the sand and, and you, you are going to fail and you're going to go backwards and you may never have the chance to get back there again. So when you're feeling that, that, that thing in your gut where you're, you're like, I'm stressed. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I've said, I said this on the last call that we had, that's, that's, uh, that's growth. That's uh, getting into out of your comfort zone. That's your body and your mind telling you that this, this is what we need to overcome to grow into the next Brian or the next you. And so, uh, I'll pass it over. I, I didn't mean to talk too long, but, uh, that was my first experience with uh, failure and, and some of my thoughts on that. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. And from what I listened here, and I, I love the words, and again, from your own experience as an entrepreneur, but from what I caught from that is you took failure and it's really not failure. It's that learning experience. You identified it. You figured out how to adapt and adjust the situation and come out from what you learned from that failure experience into your end result which was greater because of that learning experience. Am I right? hundred percent. My biggest shifts in business and my personal life, because I've had some reset buttons in that as well. Um, my, my biggest shifts to a better place have always been from something that many people would call failure. And I'm okay saying it because I'll, I'll face it. Um, but uh, I've never learned more in my life, both personal and business than, than running into those failures. Outstanding. Thanks, Brian. So, don't worry, I'm going to toss it over to you. And to piggyback off of what Brian just said, how do you overcome what some people would consider failure? How do you overcome that feeling of, of, of doubt and insecurity and lack of confidence that comes along with that feeling of failure? How do you overcome that? Well, when you're going through it, when, when things aren't going as expected and Life is throwing curveballs at you left and right, and you're wondering, when is it going to stop? When is it going to end? Can I get a break? When you're going through that stuff, it's, it's easy to uh, feel depressed, get down on yourself, um, experience those feelings of fear, lack of confidence, low self-esteem, so forth. And I've been there before, more than once. And I have found each time I was in those situations, it was surrounding myself with like-minded people, people uh, that would pour into me, uh, people that would inspire me. Those are the moments where I can pinpoint where things start to turn around for me. In my personal life, I think back to that moment when I had to file chapter seven bankruptcy. This was in the last recession that we had this was back in 2007, 2008. I was in my early 20s, was making a lot of money in real estate, but I did not prepare for it, did not expect the market correction to happen. I was making money left and right, but then seemingly overnight, I lost it all. 
And I filed Chapter 7 bankruptcy, and I became a recluse. I retreated to my house. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't surround myself with anybody. Here I am, this young 20-something-year-old that, uh, you know, was on top of the world in my mind. You know, local newspapers were even writing articles about me and inspiring younger folks. And I was embarrassed because of what I went through. I was embarrassed because I lost everything. I'm talking about my vehicles repossessed, my houses in foreclosure. I lost everything. And instead of surrounding myself with people to push me, to support me, to empower me and encourage me, I lost two and a half years of time because I did not surround myself with the right people. But it was one special day where I found myself in the presence of my former colleagues, Lee, Jason, and Drew. And on that same day, separate conversations that day, they all pulled me to the side and asked me, Dolmar, what are you doing? What have you been up to? And I shared with them the unfortunate turn that I took. And they all said, Dolmar, this is not you. They reminded me of who I was. And they helped me to come up with a different plan. They helped me to think differently. They helped me come up with what I call the how. How do I overcome? How do I endure? How do I come up with the solution, the answer to get out of my current circumstances situation? And they were able to point me in the right direction. And I always think back to that moment where I could have, because I did for a moment, I could have continued to give up and play the victim and stay where I was. And I certainly wouldn't be here today if I did. Mm -hmm. I've taken the lessons from that. I've taken the lessons from that. And that has allowed me to be able to make different decisions when I'm faced with adversity again. Because after that, I have been faced with even more adversity. I have, in that moment, felt a little bit of fear or lack of confidence. But I'm able to overcome it much faster now because of the lessons I took from that major pivotal moment in my life. And so I think of in my business life, I think back to most recently as 2020, where one of our businesses almost went out of business. In fact, we were faced with a similar decision I had to make years prior. When are we gonna file bankruptcy? What day are we gonna file bankruptcy? The company I'm talking about is our education company, Real Advisors. If any of you followed us before, Real Advisors was a live events company. We did multiple events every month, four or five events sometimes every single month. And when COVID hit in 2020, we had to cancel eight plus events. You know, we shut down one of our brands and sold one of the other ones. And we had to make some major decisions. We were literally facing potential bankruptcy. But my business partners and I asked ourselves the how question. How are we going to overcome this? Because again, it's easy to give up. It's easy to quit. It's easy to throw in the towel. It's easy to walk away. But we've worked too hard. We've worked. We put a lot of work, a lot of time into building this to just give up now. And we see the lives that have been positively impacted because of a direct result of our training and our programs. We cannot give up. We're going to dig our heels in, roll our sleeves up, put our head down and get to work. And that's exactly what we did. And we asked ourselves over and over and over, how do we overcome? How do we endure? What do we have to do different? How do we pivot? How do we adapt? And we asked those questions multiple times 
multiple days in a row. And what came of that was innovation. We were able to rebirth our company and do something different that many people in our industry have never done before. And we asked ourselves today now, looking back at that moment, why didn't we do it sooner? And so anytime we're faced, especially myself with adversity, I always lean on the people I surround myself with. I constantly surround myself with good people. I find the lesson from that moment. I take pause and look at that moment for what it is. Look at the adversity, what I'm going through. But I ask better questions. What's the lesson here? What can I do differently next time? How do I overcome this? Uh, is there a coach or a consultant out there that can help me, advise me to help me accelerate through what we're going through right now? And certainly do not give up. I have a favorite saying that I always say, there's no testimony without going through some tests. And myself, all of us here would not have the testimonies that we have today if we did not go through the fire, if we were not um, pushed through those tests. And I embrace those tests. I welcome them. I appreciate them. I'm grateful for them. I would not change anything from my past if I had the opportunity to, because it was those tests, it was those challenges, those setbacks, all of that adversity is what helped to mold me into who I am today. And I am going to continue to embrace adversity, welcome it, because it is preparing me for what is to come in my future. I love that, Domar. Thank you. And you know, talking about tests, that's the, that's the true strength of character, being able to figure out what tests are thrown at you and how you stand up. And I want to pass this to you, Richard, because you are someone who I know as a whatever it takes to get the job done, it needs to get done kind of person. And over your long career, you've worked with so many people and molded them and shaped them and turned leaders out of normal, average, and ordinary people. And I've seen that firsthand in our company. I, I want to ask you this question directly. Why do people give up so easily? And what's the difference between someone who rolls over and says, that's it, versus someone who goes on, goes a distance, and becomes that winner and that champion that we sing praises of? Yeah, man. Um, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I always look at things, you know, myself, um, with, uh, with just a sheer mindset of there's sheer mindset of will that there's nothing that's going to stop me. Right. And, uh, I, I look at things like, for example, like Domar just went through, you know, our, our pandemic story. Right. Um, but in that pandemic, when things were the darkest for, for a minute, it wasn't just overnight. It was several weeks and going into to months that we were trying to figure out how we were going to keep things going while we were barely able to keep the lights on. Right. And one of the things that I do with myself and I did specifically with in that moment was I said, I'm not allowing anything negative to come into my mind, no matter what. No matter how close we are to shutting the doors, no matter how close we are to possibly, you know, filing bankruptcy, I am not going to look at one thing negative. The only thing I'm going to look at is what I can do to push things forward. What I can do with my team, the sales team, Ducker Brigade, how can we do our part to move things forward? Because there was a lot of learning that we had to do. Okay. Because it would, it would have been easy to go, well, we don't know any other way. We know this live event model. That's it. We didn't do that. 
Brian Hansen went to work on a completely different marketing source that, that we did not know. And he sat there hours upon hours every single day trying to learn it, trying to implement it. Then when we were implementing it, learning new ways to tweak it, to make it better, we had to learn a new way to sell. The sales team had to learn a new way to sell. We, we had to, we, we, we completely changed our model from high ticket to low ticket. And then obviously, you know, the things that we do on our back end, but they had to learn that process. Uh, and we're talking about years of doing things. I can't say one way because we're always studying. We're always looking to get better. But it was in that it was if I start casting doubt on my team, if I start casting doubt with my partners, if I let that enter my mind one tiny little bit, we're done. Because right now, as good as we got it, as with all the opportunity, I can find one thing that I don't like, right? Something that aggravates me and I can focus on that. And then I can pick out 200,000 other little negative things along the way and completely change my mindset. Or I can choose to say, no, here are the good things. Here are the things that I'm going to push forward. Here's the things that I can make better. Here's the opportunity that we have created because we didn't give up, because we learned something new, because... Any, anybody will tell you, and I'll tell you, man, if there was a time to quit, it was during the pandemic. So me, when I look at things and when I, when I, when I talk to the other members on our, of our team, the leaders of our company, the, the employees, when I talk to you guys, I don't let things enter my mind other than how we are going to win, how we are going to keep pushing forward, how we are going to do something better, you know, and you know, and I, and I, and I say this, you know, uh, cause Brian mentioned, you know, failure. And I, I, I ask, I'll ask people and I'll say, you know, well, how do you fail, man? How do you fail? Do you fail going backwards or do you fail as you move forward? Because failing when you're running and you're retreating is a completely different fail. Cause that's giving up. That's running away. When you, when you, when you fail and come across obstacles and roadblocks, that you meet certain failures along the way, when you're going forward and you look at no other way but forward, whether that's through the object, whether that's over the object or around the object, it's going forward. There's always something to do. There's always another angle. There's always another way to look at it, you know, and, and business and, and, and in life really, you know, it's always changing, you know, and, 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 you know, sometimes you're up, you know, sometimes you're down, sometimes things are great. Sometimes, they're not so great, you know, but accepting, you know, that, that, that there will not, um, you know, uh, accepting that things will not always be on an even keel all the time because it, it's during those moments when you're down, okay, is, is, is where the actual growth takes place. And, and I tell people this, I tell my team this, it, it's, it's when you are failing, when you are at that darkest point, that's where actual true growth actually happens and takes place. And that's where the work is, you know, um, you know, anybody can, can, you know, uh, you know, feel good, you know, when things are going good and everything's great. And, and I can, I got this great vision for myself because my bills are paid and, and I just closed another sale or I just had this huge win. Right. And, uh, and, 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 and anybody can really have, you know, faith under those kinds of, you know, circumstances, but the real challenge, right, of, of growth, you know, with, you know, both, you know, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually comes when you get knocked down. Because it's at that moment, right? It's at that moment where you choose, you know, you, you have a choice. And that choice is, am I going to quit? 
and stay down? Or, you know, am I going to get up and keep moving? Because it's going to happen. You're going to feel that way. You're going to be depressed. You're going to have certain failures to where it's going to make you want to quit. You know, and, and, and it's going to be like where things seem like they're going wrong all at once. I know that we've experienced that in our, in our own business, you know, but, you know, when things, you know, seem like they're going wrong all at once, it's, it's easy to feel beaten. It's easy to feel battered. But at those particular moments, that doesn't mean give up. You know, it, 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 it actually means the opposite. It means it's time for you to fight harder. It's time for you to truly dig in. And for me, and I, and I tell this to our guys all the time, it's, this is, it's time for you to stand up and scream back at the world, scream back at the world. Let everybody in the world know that you're here. And the only place you're going is, is, is the next level, you know, no matter what. So that's how, I view things. That's how I tell my guys. That's how I tell you guys at times, Hey man, we're going to do this anyways. It doesn't matter. We're doing it anyways. And so, you know, I, I hope that answers your question because I know great. you had a couple of them in there, man, but that's how, that's how I perceive things. And I don't let just me personally, uh, because man, it's scary times sometimes, right? But it's what you do with that fear. It's the decision you make in those dark times, in those scary times. Am, am I gonna am I gonna tuck my tail between my legs and call it quits because I can and it's easy? Because that's the easy part. Quitting, man, is the easy part. Success, you know, uh, overcoming adversity, time and time again is extremely hard, and it and it and it takes a certain mindset, in my opinion. And whether you're doing something physical or not, it always starts with your mind. Am I going to give up when the pain is real? Where am I going to give up? And, and, and another quick example, uh, and, and, I'll, and I'll toss it back to you, Francis, is, you know, uh, you know, with me and my team, you know, we, we're, we're always in the gym. We're always working out together or we're doing these little challenges together. And one of the things that Justin, the guy on our team, commonly does, especially if he's been out of the gym for a minute, he'll call me up and say, hey, man. I need a, I need to do a push-up challenge. I need you to do a push-up challenge with me, man, to get me back in shape. And uh, and I say, okay, well, what's the challenge? And the challenge typically is he'll say, well, let's do something ridiculous. Let's do a push-up challenge for ten days, and every day, every day we have to do five hundred push-ups. Okay, every day, no matter what, we're doing five hundred push-ups. And I say, okay, well, let's set some guidelines and rules because it's easy to quit, right? Because you're going to get to a point where you don't want to do another push-up. You're going to get to 150 and you're going to say, I don't want to do any. So on those days where you give up, right, you're not just doing 500 push-ups tomorrow. And that's not the end of the challenge. Just because you don't do 500 push-ups a day, the next day you owe for the previous day. So if you do 400 the day before, you owe me 600 today. And And if you miss those days, that's fine. They're just going to carry over and carry over and carry over, right? They're going to carry over until the 10th day if you don't hit your 500 and you're going to have to do all those push-ups all on that last day. It could be 875 push-ups, who knows? But on that last day, you are doing it, you're getting it done. There's a reason for that though. There's a reason behind that. It ain't just getting jacked, you know, doing a bunch of push-ups. It's because it's something that's extremely hard. And it all starts with mentality in my opinion, because you're going to be sore after day two, you're going to be sore after day three, you're going to, you're going to get down there on day four, 
sore and tired, not wanting to do them. But it's do you have what it takes to see it through? Do you have what it takes to do everything required on that particular challenge? See, and we relate that over into our, our, our um, you know, in, in, in our job as sales, we relate that into our work, right? And, and anytime we do a push-up challenge, I always recap it and let the team know that, man, it's not just about the push-ups. What did you just do? You did something that was extremely physically hard that all was in your mind. Do you have what it takes to push through the pain when it is hard, when you are sore, when you do not want to take another fucking push-up? Are you going to quit? Are you going to see the challenge through? Are you going to do the number every single day? Are you going to play catch up? But even as you're playing catch up, do you have what it takes to do those extra? See, that's all mental. Yeah, you got to do the physical work. But if you go into that mentally and you're not prepared for that, you're not prepared to do everything it takes physically when it's hard, when it's pain, when it's painful, when it's painful. Or do you, do you have what it takes? Because you complete a challenge like that 10 days at 500 pushups and anything you don't do in, in one day carries over to the next, you, you complete a challenge like that, man, I'm going to tell you right now, you might not be a completely different person, but you're on your way. But those, that's when I tell the guys, man, if you want to do a pushup challenge with me, this is what we're doing. And it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for me, but we're going to keep each other accountable. We're going to keep pushing each other. But I look at that translating over into business and, and what you do on a daily basis, because what you do on a daily basis may not always be easy. It might be painful. It might be mentally, you know, agonizing at times, but do you have what it takes to not just half-ass it, not just give up, not just say, well, if I, if I take a little bit of time off today, great. Are you going double time tomorrow? So that's how I kind of look at those things. And just another example of, of overcoming things, you know, so. Are you going double time tomorrow? I love it. Brian. Can I just step in for, yeah, Rich says it kind of goes along with what he's saying, but, um, and some other things happened that, um, you know, made me realize what might be going on, but I, uh, I came to Rich and said, you know, cause Rich is very, um, He's always in the gym and he's always working at fitness and I fell off from it. I need to get myself back in shape. And I was kind of going through some scenarios with him, just like, you know, things are busy and I got two very young kids. We got a crazy business and all these other things. And I was just going through different scenarios. And I was like, what do you think? What do you think it is that makes me like, cause I want it. He's like, it's because it's hard. That's, that's why you're not doing it. And I just wanted to share that because like, you know, during these times right now, during the pandemic, there's a lot of people going through issues and going through depression and going through failure. And it, it may seem hard to get past that hurdle, you know, um, because it, it is hard work getting past these things. Right. But it, it may seem hard at the time, but later in life, it's going to be laughable. All the things I was so stressed about in the past, so stressed. I thought life was over. It was just like, you know, everything was crashing down on me. And if any of those instances happened again, it wouldn't even phase me. And so you got to really think, is it really hard doing that thing that's in the way right now, getting past whether the failure or the gym or whatever, is that really hard? Or is it hard living the rest of your life with diabetes and overweight and, you know, you can't fit in uh, the chair at the restaurant or is it hard living paycheck to paycheck and you can't pay your bills and you can't support your family? 
you know, what is, what, what does hard mean? Something that you got to push a little extra for to fix right now, or spending the rest of your life dealing with it because you didn't face it and you did stick your head in the sand. So, you know, it may be something hard to get over, but I promise you when you do, cause you will, if you push and do that hard work, you're going to look back and laugh at the things that you used to be worried, depressed, or stressed about. Um, I will, I guarantee that. Um, and maybe you won't laugh, you know, maybe it's not going to be a funny matter, but you'll look back and think, man, that really wasn't so bad. And if you were ever faced with that again, you'll be thankful that it happened. I look back at some of the tragic things that have happened in my life that, you know, have really affected me. And I'm really happy I went through those because I've had to deal with some of them again. And now I know what to do. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because that really stuck out to me when Rich said that to me. He's like, the answer is it's because it's hard. It's like, what do you mean? He's like, you're not doing it because it's hard. And, uh, you know, as simple as an answer that is, that's usually the case with most of us, right? So I just wanted to point that out. Thanks, Brian. And, and the truth is you choose your hard. You choose your hard today or you choose your hard tomorrow. You do the things that most people won't do, the average and ordinary person won't do today to live an extraordinary life tomorrow. Mm. And that's that's the decision. Jim Rohn would say, it's simple to do the things that will change your life, that give you a better life, that allows you to reach your goals, that allows you to give you better health, more wealth, more abundance. But it's simple not to do those same things. So... From this amazing call, by the way, gentlemen, and I got from Brian, you learn, you adapt, you adjust from Domar, surround yourself with the right people who will lift you up, especially in times of adversity. From Richard, amazing tips from Richard on, yes, things are going to be hard and you have to understand that and you have to be willing to do it because that's how you get the results and where your energy goes, your focus flows, your focus flows, your energy goes, and you have to, you have to stand guard at the fortress of your mind. That's what Jim Rohn would say, right? You have to stand guard at your mind to make sure nothing negative comes in because you are in control of that. And so a great, great information here to guys today. We're going to wrap it up. Um, before we go, I do want to mention that if you like what you hear, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on the Real Advisors channel. Our goal is to deliver just real content, things that we've experienced in our business, things that we challenge to go through challenges every day, the things that we've seen to get us to the level of success and to increase our level of success, not just for us, but for our entire community, for you. And if you like it, make sure to share it, comment, subscribe, keep tuning in. Gentlemen, any last words? Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. Thank you guys. Make sure to check out Real Advisors, realadvisors.com. Take us a look. Take us take us out on or check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and everywhere Real Advisors can be found. Thanks, everyone.